0: hey everybody welcome to another episode of the open to alchemy podcast i am here today with deirdre selby gaius she is an energy worker she is the owner of crystal enhancements and has so many incredible modalities at her fingertips and i can't wait to learn from you welcome
1: It is so nice to be here with you today.
0: I'm super excited. If you want to just start by telling everybody a little bit of your story, what all your incredible list of trainings and modalities are, and maybe what brought you to this spiritual
1: work. Well, what brought me to this work initially is I have a son who today is 25. And when he was younger, I knew there was something about him that wasn't standard. And when he was about seven, he was diagnosed on the autism spectrum. And I knew I did not want to go the route of medication. So I started looking for alternative options. And after a little while, I realized that most of his friends... We're on the other side of the veil. That he wasn't playing with imaginary people. He was actually playing with friends that either had passed over or were in other dimensions. And I realized that if I was going to work with him, I would need to go back and work with me. That those gifts that I had ignored for so many years, I would have to address, and I would have to look into, and I would have to get him training so he would understand what was happening, and I would have to get me that training that I had ignored. So I started looking for mentors and teachers, and we found this person here, and that person there, and this person here, and they would look at my son, and the general attitude I'd get would be, Oh my God. And so Sean and I started on this journey. Needless to say, his gifts are off the chart. And I just started going, well, I'm going to support him and working on me just to support him. As you go along this, you learn that what you have is worthwhile for itself. About five years ago, I had this amazing little boy come into my class. I was a Elementary school teacher. And this little boy kept getting into little bits of trouble. So I contacted his mom and to find out what was going on. And it turned out he had a little sister who was very, very ill. Moved forward a couple of years after that. And Diana has Nuanan syndrome, chronic vomiting, cyclic vomiting rheumatoid arthritis and a host of other autoimmune diseases. And the doctors send them off on their make a wish trip and told her parents to prepare to say goodbye to her. So we're sending her healing and it's bouncing back to us. So I told Sean, check her blueprint. Among all his talents and abilities, this is one. And he said, is it in her blueprint that she came here to experience dying? He said, nope, she didn't. I said, okay, then how can we get her healing? And he says, well, they tell me and we call him upper management, tells me that she could accept healing if we put it into crystals. I says, but mom, I don't know how to do that. And remember, my son is diagnosed on the autism spectrum. So talking with us here in this dimension is not his best talent. And I said, well, if they told you we can do it, they're gonna tell you how. So they gave him a method and we took a crystal and we, put it on an altar and we surrounded it with other crystals and we brought it energy. And I called my Catholic parent and I said, I have a present for Diana. Would you mind taking it to her? Hopefully it will help her. Please don't tell my principal.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and so this mother that I had at this point developed a very good rapport with and we've mm-hmm. become really close friends came and got the crystal and this was on a Monday and she took it to her daughter. And at the end of the week, she comes into my classroom with tears running down her face. And she says, "Miss Selby, Diana didn't go to the hospital this week. What was in that crystal? It's been four years now. Diana has been in the hospital only four times in the last four years. Through COVID we have discovered that if Diana is not with other people, that she's an extreme empath. And that overall, her illnesses have gone way down because she's not picking up ah, mm-hmm. everything that everybody's bringing in because she's been home
0: mm-hmm.
1: with only the inputs from her family. So it has really helped her, mm-hmm. though she is going to have to learn. And we are working with her now on how to work with that empathic ability and learn how to tell the difference between what is hers and what is others. But so in working with Sean to learn what are his abilities, I have learned mine. I am a Karuna Reiki master. I do Tai Chi. These are my certificates. I have a level five Tai Chi energy healing certificate. I do auric energy medicine. So those are certificated. My main Energy healing is done through crystals and pendulums. I work with light language and I get that through Metatron. And I love working with people to open up their gifts. And I can usually sense and tell you where your gifts are and how it is best for you to open those up.
0: Wow. What a beautiful story. I mean, I felt my eyes welling up, thinking about, I'm going to start to cry now, what we sign up for when we become mothers. its You have no idea where the journey is going to take you, but I feel in every fiber of my being that we are gifted with the children that we are meant for and that our relationships together as we grow and explore and and help each other learn is just such, I mean, there is no coincidence. It is just so faded. It's so beautiful. And the fact that you were able to tap into something that was an unknown for you, right? Before you had gone off on this journey it was something it sounds like that you had thought about maybe pushed aside not really tapped into but the fact that you were just able to step into it and say I'm going to do whatever I can to support him and that means that I'm also going to have to activate things inside of me is such a beautiful example for people listening to know that there are different ways of approaching things there are different ways that they can take to find healing. And it might not be what you thought it was gonna be, but it sounds like you were just open to let it be whatever it was.
1: Well, I knew that the standard way of handling this was not the right way for me. So that I was going to have to find what was the right way. I knew that I had gifts because when I was young, I had had a couple of experiences. They had not been easy. I had done seances with other kids where we had pulled through energies that were very strong and the other kids had run away and it had been left to me to make sure that those energies were not left.
0: You had to clean up the mess.
1: And I had been capable of doing so. But it had scared me to the point where I wasn't willing to ever go there again.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think that happens a lot. I hear people will have experiences when they're younger, where they just know things or they experience things, things happen. And because they're little or because they have not had any training or support around them. It's very common to build this sort of wall and push it away because it can be scary not knowing what to do.
1: Yes. And, but when you have kids, you do things that you don't think you're ever going to do and you do them without question. Right. Mm. You know, a lot of what we do here at Crystal Enhancements actually features Sean because he is the one who opens the energy channel within the crystals. And every crystal that we sell has gone through that process that we did for Diana. So any crystal that you get from us, the energy channel is opened and energy pours through it kind of like you've turned on the faucet in the sink. Mm. Because that would be jarring to your senses, we align it to your energy matrix.
0: To each person's specific Matrix. Wow. Tell me about that. What does that look like? How does that work? How do you access that?
1: So, and I'm going to show you, I know other people won't be able to see it, but so say you were to decide you wanted this amethyst tart.
0: Mm, beautiful.
1: It, this one is enhanced to what we call a level 3.86. So a level four is like you've taken your kitchen sink and turned it on all the way. Okay. The water, so energy flows through it like the water would flow through the sink turned all the way at a level four. So a 3.86, you would just back that up very slightly.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So if you were to pick this up right now, it's aligned to Mama Gaia, the earth. It would be a little jarring for you because it's not aligned to you.
0: I feel the energy coming through the screen. I'm, I'm already feeling a little bit lightheaded, a little, Yeah. <laughs>
1: So now if you were to say, well, I want that, that's for me, I would feel into you, which I can do quite easily. And I mean, all I need is your name. Okay. I would do this, close my eyes and I'm not going to do it. Otherwise you're going to have to buy this. (laughs) 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 It's beautiful. (laughs) I can align it back to Gaia, but, and it would be aligned to you. And then it would fit you absolutely smoothly. So instead of it being jarring, it will fit you like it, like a pair of old shoes, you know? It's just absolutely perfect, smooth. Especially with crystals like moldavite, this makes such a difference. I mean, with any crystal, mm-hmm. having it enhanced, you get so much more amethyst. It brings you relaxation. It helps you to sleep if you've lost somebody. It is absolutely amazing to help with grieving. You know, every crystal does what it's going to do. It doesn't change what it's going to do. If you're a person that lacks for motivation, carnelian is absolutely great to stir your motivation to get those creative juices going.
0: So do you help people if, if they were to come to you for a reading or a session, do you help almost prescribe them A crystal based on what you're picking up energetically.
1: And not just a crystal. Let's put together, I I call them crystal prescriptions. Yeah. We're not medical doctors. Right, right, right. (laughs) But I call them crystal, crystal prescriptions. Because if you take amethyst and rose quartz, you get something, it's an alchemy. I love it. It's very different when you put them together than when you have one and the other amethyst rose quartz and amazonite you get a fusion of their energies matter of fact i'm going to do that for a young lady who was here yesterday because she needs that feminine power she needs the ability to relax and let go Mm. and she needs to love herself
0: that sounds very familiar (laughs) i bet that's one you see a lot
1: I, i i do actually yeah and you add those things and plus they're absolutely exquisitely beautiful together.
0: Mm-hmm. The
1: purple, the, that teal blue yeah, and the rose is so pretty.
0: And now can you do it for somebody who already owns the crystals? Are you able to infuse that energy?
1: Well, actually she brought me a whole bag of crystals okay. and I'm going to be putting those on our altars. Okay. And enhancing them and then giving them back to her. Yeah. Mm. I do charge. For that.
0: Oh, of course, of course. But it's okay that the crystal doesn't originate with you.
1: Oh, the crystal can originate anywhere. They're okay. all the guy is. right.
0: And can I ask how the magic of how it works is through your intention setting
1: through reiki you know it no it's actually this i we call in a whole group of angels and guides and gods and goddesses that they they do the magic Mm -hmm. and it's bouchon My son is the one who actually was given this gift. And as you say, you can feel, when Mm -hmm. I hold up the crystal, you can feel the difference even through the screen. Yeah. It's one of the things that is absolutely amazing for, right now, if you're a light worker and we're trying to move from the third to the fifth dimension, this is something that we're working on. So many of us are being attacked on a regular basis. And black tourmaline that has gone through this enhancement process is so much more protective Mm. of the person who has it.
0: I love black tourmaline. I sleep next to me with a selenite wand and I sleep next to me with a black tourmaline. And I have to be really careful. For a while I was sleeping, I can't remember which stone under my pillow. And my dreams, it was just too intense. I was like, I can't, I can't have this in the bedroom with me anymore. <laughs> you
1: know, an amazing one to put under your pillow is Black Onyx.
0: Ah, okay. Tell me about that. That. Will,
1: that really helps to calm and to protect you from any type of nightmares, night terrors. It will smooth your dreams.
0: Oh, oh, smooth. I love that.
1: Yeah. especially it'll help us but if you have any kids that are having trouble with the boogeyman at night right putting black onyx at the four corners or under their head and their feet will cocoon them
0: Mm. in
1: protection
0: oh that's so beautiful and so empowering for For a family to be able to always tap into that. We always travel with my little bag of crystals. And when I go out for walks or go to the store, I've just really in the past few years gotten into this lovely habit of just carrying a few with me. Always one for grounding, often one for keeping my heart open. If I'm going to be in a place where I'm potentially would question my voice. I'll sometimes bring one that, you know, helps with the uh-huh.
1: throat chakra. Mm. Those two are great for your voice.
0: Okay. I'd love to ask you how your intuition works. Does it come from, which, which of the clairs do you tap into the most?
1: I'm not as good at knowing which they are. The crystal's really up. My ability to tap in. I often wear my crown, which will help me to tap in. It's on, it works with my third eye. These are, and again, similar crystals, because these are my crystals for tapping in. I always set the intention that I have certain angels and guides that really help me and work with me. I know. Mm.
0: It just drops in. It's just a knowing.
1: It's just a knowing. I've been a crystalline being.
0: Yeah. I was going to ask you about that. I was just listening to my friend's podcast and she had on somebody who was talking all about star seeds and I think it was Avalon that she was talking about that has a lot of crystal energy and so I was wondering if you had tapped into star seed energy and sort of past oh, life
1: very much.
0: Oh, yes. tell me. Tell me what you got.
1: <laughs> well, I don't know if I so much qualify myself as a star seed. I'm a bit ancient for that. I, I call myself a forerunner. I think I'm among those who came to pave the way for the star seeds. But most, many of us here on Earth have lived many, many lives in many, many times. Mm-hmm. We've been in many, many places. And we've chosen to come here to Earth to experience life in a different form. I spent many of my lives in a world where the beings are made of crystal. I'm actually, it sounds almost like you're big on yourself, but I'm the one who seeded crystals on this world. Mm. I brought them here a very, very long time ago. Wow. Not as as Deirdre.
0: No, I understand completely what you're saying, Mm -hmm. as in one of your past
1: experiences. Yes.
0: Wow. I
1: I remember the life where I brought them here. I put them into caves under the ocean. This was pre-Lemuria.
0: Right, how fantastic. And then, So, so you and your son, I'm assuming we're together in many, many
1: lives oh, as well. So many.
0: So was he with you in that life that you brought him here? He's not
1: crystalline. He's, he's water. Ah, okay. So we've had many, many, many lives together, but most of, at least the lives we remember, most of those have been here. Okay um he's very very close to ascending matter of fact I mentioned we do fire ceremonies
0: yeah I want to hear about that tell me yes they're um fire integrations you call them
1: fire integration ceremonies yeah. we have our personality our who we are and most of us come here very fragmented. There are fragments of our personality. There are fragments from past lives. There are interdimensional fragments. There are ancestral bits and pieces that have not been integrated. And a lot of the reason we have things like migraines, we're not sure of what direction we wanna go in. We deal with depression, we deal with anxiety, is because we are not yet A lot of times we try to deal with this through talk therapy, through, and there are many, many amazing modalities that help. Emotion code. I'm not putting any of them down. They all help. And I work with several of them myself. What we do through fire ceremonies is we will take you into a really deep meditation where you are staring into the fire. And we will lead you to the door of your own personal Akashic records. You know, the Akashic records, there's a main one, Mm -hmm. which is where the knowledge of all time is contained. But you have your own. Right. I have my own. My son has his own. Your husband, even Poppy. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Poppy's had a lot of lifetimes. I'm sure of that.
1: (laughs) Yes, has their own. Each individual has their own Akashic records. You are the only one who has access to yours. My son is gifted. If you invite him in, he can go into yours with you only when you have invited him. So after we have taken you to the door of your Akashic records, and it has many rooms. It'll have a library. It'll have a game room. It'll have this room. It'll have a records room. And it'll have a room where all of your aspects reside. All those bits and pieces of you that have not yet been made whole within you. And so you, and, you will go to that room and you can invite him in with you. And when you get in there, your higher self, We'll ask which of those aspects are ready to be integrated within, and someone will come. It may be hope, and if you have been a rather hopeless person, someone who's very depressed, you know, very looks at life and always sees the bad side, never. Once you integrate hope, you will have more hope. It could even be hopelessness. And if you integrate hopelessness, it would have a very similar effect, mm-hmm. depending on which side and what you were missing. Right. We integrate by wrapping our arms around it and giving it love. Now it's very easy to love hope. Mm-hmm. It's hard to love hopelessness. Right. It's very easy to give love to something that looks positive. I had a young man who integrated patience. Patience seems like such a good thing, but what he actually integrated was the kind of patience that makes you do nothing. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: where You are so patient that you just sit and watch life go by. And then I have had someone who integrated rage and they were the kind of person who was always lashing out at everything. But after integrating rage, and it's hard to love your rage, That was a tough one, but after integrating rage, they found that they no longer were lashing out at everybody because they were more whole within themselves.
0: That is so beautiful. And do you feel that each of us, depending on our incarnation, will have multiple different separations to integrate and then in each lifetime we have different things to work on
1: most of us i have already done about probably 15 or 20 integrations and there are still many more to go
0: wow okay
1: so this is something we keep the price relatively low on each integration you can do it either in person here in pico rivera where i am or we can do it through zoom mhm so it's not limited you don't have to live here in la to come do it right we can do it through zoom and it works just as well it works just as well
0: mhm because so we it's can, the intention
1: it's the intention yeah and we still have the amazing interaction and conversation we still go through the the meditation we go through the debriefing at the end sometimes you will think you've integrated one thing and Sean will talk with you afterward because he will know exactly what you actually integrated. And sometimes it's not what you thought you integrated, which is kind of interesting.
0: Yeah. But so do you think, is that our journey, our human experience to experience the separation and then work to find the wholeness?
1: I think I think working towards the wholeness is what we're really here for and I think part of attaining this fifth dimension is learning to create this whole is learning how not to be so separate so I think this fragmenting is part of what is keeping us 3D
0: right and so the more aware we can be and just honest about what it is that we're feeling, then in many ways, that's the first step to being able to understand what has to come next.
1: Yes, the more we can speak that truth with honesty, but doing so in such a gentle way
0: Mm -hmm. that we are
1: attracting people to us, as opposed to saying it in a way that is pushing people away.
0: So how would you, how would you describe that, that shift of energy? What have you seen in others or in yourself in terms of the softness to attract versus the harshness that pushes away? And the reason I ask is because as somebody in this, soulpreneur space, which I think many of the listeners are learning to truly trust your voice, your authentic voice and, and dance within your rhythm, your flow with so much noise around is a challenge that, that everybody's going through.
1: It's still a challenge. I'm not going to say I have it down fully. Okay. (laughs) It is a challenge. I think that is part of why we go through the human experience. And I am much better at it than I was before. And hopefully I will still become better at it as time goes on. You know, I think the more we can let the love shine out of our eyes, the more we can speak in words that are not blaming, in how this affects me as opposed to you did, these things make a difference. Am I perfect at it? Boy, I wish I was. Am I improving? I think so. Do my crystals help me? all the time do you ever see me without a neck full <laughs> oh no. do i still deal with my own personal battles of depression anxiety they're still there much reduced than what they were before. I do understand now that depression is dealing and living in my past and anxiety is focusing too much on my future. So I work very hard on living in my today.
0: Mm, It's the best. Obviously, I'm still very, very much a work in progress, but the shift to being in the present moment, it's, it's so funny that so many times I catch myself throughout the day Realizing that I was just being present. I wasn't thinking about the future. I wasn't thinking about what happened yesterday. And then, you know, you can get back on the roll of, of that going back and forth. But more and more, I find myself and are able to see it in the moment that there, there is no problems right here. There is nothing but love right now. And continuing to remind myself that that is okay, that that is, that joy is actually a natural state of being. And that's why we are here. Right, right. And we're so hooked into the struggle or or just feeling that, well, if it's all good right now, that means something bad is going to happen. Or if I want this, then that means I'm gonna lose something else, that there's this cosmic scorecard. And even though I know that in my soul not to be true, I still find myself having those flashes, those thoughts of, well, everything is good right now. So, I don't want to I don't want to rock the boat. I don't want to upset the apple cart. I don't want to
1: programming.
0: Yeah, it's programming, right?
1: That programming takes so long to fully break it.
0: So, what are your tips for people that are awakening, becoming more aware, tapping into their gifts and still having that programming be a big part of their dialogue?
1: Well, things that I recommend are, I do recommend affirmations, but I recommend affirmations you can believe. It does no good whatsoever to sit there and tell yourself 20,000 times that my life is perfect. Right. Because you're going to discount it as fast as you say it. Mm. So you have to have affirmations that you can fully buy into and believe, and using them in front of the mirror is even better.
0: Ah, okay, so you repeat them to yourself out loud and look at yourself. Yes. Wow, that's powerful.
1: So that is one, but as I say, but they have to be believable for you. Things like, I can create a good life. Most people really can believe that they can create a good life. Right. Most people can believe there is abundance in the world. So if you can fully believe that the next step is there is abundance in the world and I can manifest it for myself. You don't necessarily do that all at once. That may be a couple, you know, several steps.
0: Right. So it's like really creating that bridge feeling or emotion that you can tap into and then after you are fully integrated that then you can go on to a higher vibrational opportunity
1: right, because okay. manifestation is all about emotions it's not about words it's not about thoughts so if you are not fully buying into the emotion you're going through doing something for just to do it so
0: mm, and- I love that and and admitting what's coming into me right now is admitting that it's okay if you're not where you thought you were in terms of your own beliefs. It's okay that you have that feeling of, I don't believe right now that I am in control of my own abundance. That's fine. Let me at least start from the truth of what I'm feeling.
1: Yeah, you've got to start from where you really are. Yeah, that's so beautiful. Ah, such good advice. As far as your gifts go, The first step I usually take people on is let's create your own space. I usually take them. It's a little meditation called go to your room. And we create a room in which you can meet your guides. And if you're sitting there by yourself for a while, that's great. It's your room. Go in there and sit by yourself and trust. That's the other thing is trust. When you hear somebody talking to you, that, that, is a guide trust that that voice inside your head really is a voice of somebody giving you guidance Mm. don't discount it as your imagination
0: right are there certain guides that you work with more than others that you have a um, special line to
1: I have had Wolfie with me since I was a very little girl. He is probably my number one. And there are others that have come and gone through the years. I have one who takes care of my health. I love animals. Mm -hmm. Wolfie is actually an Indian warrior. Kitty has built magical forests throughout my body that heal me internally I call in the angels every morning they are just sitting there waiting to be hired all you Mm. need to do is say I need angels that'll help me with technology I need angels that'll help me with marketing I need angels that'll help me with whatever it is so I call in my angels daily today I called in my angel to help me with being able to talk on a podcast
0: (laughs) I think that's so beautiful and I think it's also really important that you called that out because for some of us, we are in a place where we are still uncovering and still working through the limiting belief that we are not entitled to ask for help. And so- I love that you just so freely shared. I call in this person for help with this. I call in this person for help with this because for me, I just realized that I had this belief in the past, I don't know, three or four months. And so I've been working through it. And that's a big one if you're not able to recognize that you
1: have that block. You know, the angels are sitting up there with nothing to do. (laughs) want to help you they want to be busy right and they cannot impose themselves upon you we have free will so they want to be called on so anybody and everybody there are enough of them to go around for every human on here to call in a hundred
0: right and every person is entitled to ask for help i'm saying that for myself And all of my dear listeners who I know struggle to do that in their daily lives, to feel that they are deserving of help, that they are supposed to take care of everything on their own and have it all figured out and be the wife and the mother and the employee and the sister and the daughter and do it all without asking for anything. Thank you so much. I can't wait to explore more. I love how connected you are how grounded it's such a beautiful it really is a mother earth energy that i get from you so i feel just so grateful that you're able to tap in and share share your wisdom with everybody it's so inspiring and especially for those who have children we all we all have children that are in varying degrees of um, openness and so i think that's yep. really beautiful to be able to to highlight that
1: i probably should add i do sets that work with kids and adults that are on the autism spectrum that are add adhd so let's see yeah, they can find me at crystalenhancements.com yeah on facebook at opening and enhancing your spiritual gift i am also on instagram though i'm hardly ever there as crystal enhancements trying to do better at that one
0: yeah you just have to do the one that feels good to you and you'll bring the right people to you right
1: yes and at facebook i'm Deirdre selby as well as the group
0: yeah and i will make sure to list all the different things in the show notes
1: for sure Thank, you, I thank you
0: so much for being here.
1: I look forward to connecting and making friends.
0: Thank you all so much for listening to the Open to Alchemy podcast. You can find more about me on all the social places, Instagram, Facebook, Clubhouse at open.to.alchemy. That's open, the word T-O, alchemy or at my website, opentoalchemy.com. See you next time.